This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. The founder of this company, 10 years ago, was trying to sell his house. He's, you know, he's kind of an important guy. And he said to his wife, if this is what it's like for us, how do people who have no clout ever get around this? So he started a company and it went into business, I think, three years ago. Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real Estate Agents, I trust, dot com. Jay Severin. Get this. I had the opportunity to watch the entire news conference today. Obama in London with British Prime Minister David Cameron. Boy, I think the world of Cameron. He is great. Uh, Then again, I'm an Anglophile. He's a conservative. Uh, It's the Queen's birthday. It's a match made in Anglo heaven. I'm also a proud uniculturalist. I don't know if I've mentioned that recently. I'm a proud, proud uniculturalist. So I watched the press conference today, and the President of the United States was asked, what about the trans bathrooms in Mississippi and North Carolina? Call me old-fashioned. Is there still any room left for surprise or shock or umbrage? Has Donald Trump beaten that out of all of us? Have we been sufficiently twerked? Have we had our brains twerked out so that we are no longer able to be so sensitive that when a president of the United States is standing up in London with the prime minister of Great Britain and one of the early questions he gets is about whether some guy gets to go hang around the women's bathroom while your daughter or wife or girlfriend or mother is in there. He gets to go in there perving. There's twerking. There's also perving. They are synonyms, but not exactly the same thing. So I was a little shocked when Obama had to field that question. And again, that it was Obama was utterly coincidental to me. The mere fact that any president of the United States, even one so minimal a president of the United States, so inconsequential a president of the United States, so anti-American and un-American a president of the United States as Obama, that he had to field a question about bathrooms struck me as demeaning. It struck me as demeaning. I took umbrage. But it's very hard for me maybe to explain to our British cousins why I and how I took umbrage, or you did, why I regarded that as an impropriety when Donald Trump is up on stage. I have a few things to say about this, but I I want to say this first. This is a point of personal privilege. You are my partners and friends. I want you to know I feel the nascent urges of an existential crisis. I feel the nascent, the inchoate urges 
to violate my own deepest political principle, which is vote for the nominee of the party closest to me. I realize that voting for my party's nominee, however greatly imperfect, like me, both of them may be, the party and the nominee, every time I now actually think, really visualize Donald Trump as president of the United States, I feel as if I'd be casting my vote and my young family would be standing by knowing, seeing me cast my vote for someone who represents virtually every single thing as a family we reject, renounce, denounce, mock, laugh at, make fun of, and are ashamed of even existing in America or in Americans, especially in a president of the United States. Which, the more I think about it, even as I'm saying this to you, becomes more unthinkable to me. Donald Trump as president of the United States. Before June 16th, even though this is someone I've followed my whole life fairly closely, and someone I know and someone I've talked to at parties, I mean, so I'm not saying I know him like we're friends, but I'm saying this is someone I don't know nothing about. And culturally, I know everything about him. And as I say this to you, with every word that passes, the more unthinkable it is to me that a lout like Donald Trump could be president of the United States. I keep flashing back to the moment he made fun of the disabled reporter from the New York Times. That single moment is etched in my memory and you try to put it alongside president and my vote and it makes me vomitous. I may still vote for the nominee of my party, even if that nominee's name is Chump. But I will have to remind myself, I will have to keep a photograph taped to my computer screen of Hillary Clinton that I see virtually every second of every day in order to get myself to stand before my family and you and say, I'm going to vote for Donald Trump because I think about becoming ill every time I think about it. And this includes, includes, mind you, the prospect that Trump could may possibly turn out to be somewhat more conservative than he so far appears. I say could, may, be, maybe, possibly turn out to be somewhat slightly conservative, even though there's not a shred of evidence to support that contention at this moment. Because one thing Donald Trump will never not be is a cheap, loudmouth cartoon character vulgarian jay severin the founder of this company 10 years ago was trying to sell his house he's you know he's kind of an important guy and he said to his wife if this is what it's like for us how do people who have no clout ever get around this so he started a company and it went into business i think three years ago 
Their deal is, their word is their bond. And they are people that listen to this show. They are just like you. Now, how can I say that? Because I'm the founder of the company. Real Estate Agents, I trust, dot com.